Cashflow Diary Podcast, Episode 18. Congratulations, you showed up. Give yourself a high five in celebration of your success. Welcome to the Cashflow Diary, where new and experienced investors come to take confident action towards their goals. Your host is a family man, a real estate entrepreneur, investor, coach, and instructor. As a master facilitator of Robert Kiyosaki's Cashflow 101 game, he's inspired many to begin their journey into creating cash flow for themselves and their family. And now, here he is to offer you the tools required to earn the income desired. Your cash flow coach, Jay Massey. Well, hello there. Congratulations for making it yet to another episode of the Cashflow Diary podcast. Glad that you are indeed here. Uh, for those of you joining us for the first time, make sure you go over to the initial episode, pilot episode number one, to understand the format and background of the show. And uh, if you didn't know already, let me remind you, we have a free wholesaling course. Wholesaling is simply a way to acquire real estate, buy it, and sell it using none of your own money or credit. I'm going to show you how. Go over to learninvestingnow.com. Place your email in the box. You're going to get the ebook and manual uh, immediately. And then we're going to send you uh, links to the webinars over time. You're going to get the links to the webinars where I literally spend about three hours of training with you uh, for free for you to learn how to become a bigger, better, badder wholesaler. So uh, make sure that you go over to learninvestingnow.com, place your email in the box and get started today. Lastly, and I've got a request for you. I'm hoping uh, that something that you've heard, you've enjoyed. I don't know. Uh, and that's what I'm looking to find out. Uh, here's how I'd like you to respond if you could. Go over to iTunes, leave a positive comment about the show. It would help us reach more people that uh, are like you who are looking for the information that we are indeed providing. And if you like it, it would help us uh, continue to reach those people who are also looking to build a big stream of cash just like yourself. Okay, so on today's episode, what we're going to talk about first and foremost is how to find leads with little or no money. For those of you that have listened to the first episode, you understand that I started real estate investing with, well, no money. Uh, also, no place to stay. Uh, we were technically squatting a bank-owned property homeless, and I started out as a wholesaler, one of the things that you must do regardless of your investing strategy is find leads. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to show you four particular techniques that I appreciate, still use them today. And they require very, very little money relative to the amount of results that they're capable of generating. Before we get there, though, however, what we're going to do is we're going to have our cash flow quote. And it comes to us from a very familiar source for many of us. It says... If you share a good idea long enough, it will eventually fall on good people. That comes to us from Mr. Jim Rohn, Emmanuel James Jim Rohn, born September 17th, 1930, uh, died December 5th, 2009, an American entrepreneur, author, and motivational speaker. Many of you are already familiar with him. If you're not, get familiar with him. Definitely go look up one of his audio series. I believe it was called Cultivating an Unshakable Character. It was definitely something that made a difference for myself, and I know it'll make a difference for you. Anyway, 
one of the things that, that we do get from time to time is that many of you, you know, you find us on Facebook, you send in a question or an email, and I got one. So I want to go ahead and before we get into our main topic today, I'd like to answer it. So here it is. It says, Jay, I have a question. I made three offers on a property and the rep that I'm talking to asked what a master lease was, which was one of my offers. Can you explain it to me better so I can explain it to him? Also, is a triple net lease the same thing? I was listening to Creative Acquisitions, which is how I created my offer. Now, first and foremost, I want to say, you know, listener, thank you for sending information in because you had a question and we'll do our best to answer it. If you find yourself that you've got a question, make sure you email it into questions at cashflowdiary.com. Or you can go over to the website, cashflowdiary.com, click on the send voicemail link, and then just speak your question and we'll get the message and be able to go ahead and get it answered for you. So back to your question. Uh, first of all, congratulations, because you made offers on a property. I love that. I always love people out there taking action, no matter what uh, type of action it is. So, and I also find this all interesting and I hope you did too for those of you listening he's like he's he wrote the offer and the person he wrote the offer to I'm assuming is a real estate agent and one of the things he wrote was an offer for a master lease a master lease is in my opinion a very simple strategy that you can use to control a building without taking ownership so that's the key thing here is that you're going to use a contract that has the ability to control the use of a building without actually owning the building. So say you have a 5, 10, 15 unit uh, single, or sorry, 15 unit uh, apartment building and or uh, it could work very well in a commercial space as well. You could lease all of the spaces from the owner at a discounted rate, of course. And what the owner receives is at least a guaranteed amount of rent. He, he or she knows that, you know, this much rent's gonna come in. Your job then is to turn around and sublease each of those spaces differently in a way to actually earn your profit. That's what a master lease is really, really good at. Now, when it comes to a triple net lease, that's going to be a slightly different because in a triple net lease, what you are, you are actually the landlord. And what you are doing is you are giving a lease to the tenant. However, the tenant's going to be responsible for many of the things that a traditional landlord would be responsible for uh, inside of a normal lease. So when it comes to certain things like maintenance and taxes and insurance, all these things are going to be the responsibility of the tenant as opposed to the landlord inside of a triple net lease. So in a very interesting way, they are not, they're kind of the same thing, but not really. Uh, so in both cases, the leasee uh, is the is the one that has the ability to control the building or you the control the use of the building but the difference is is who owns the building uh in this case most most of the time uh what what it comes down to is that if you're looking to purchase you're probably wanting to use a master lease whereas if you're looking to sell your building you probably want to use a triple net lease so hopefully that helps uh, and again about every 10 episodes or so we just have an you know a episode that is nothing but your questions so feel free to go over to the website cashflowdiary.com click on the send voicemail link and just speak your question we will definitely get to it 
or email us at questions at cashflowdiary.com. All right, so today we're going to talk about the lead generating process that uh, many of us can use, or maybe the other word, prospecting. Either way it goes, we're going to talk about it. I've got four specific things that I'm hopefully going to be able to get through in the time that we've got today to be able to give you something that you can use immediately to go out there and take action. All right, so um, the first and foremost one is, again, uh, based upon being in person, because remember, when you're first starting out, you may not necessarily have a budget for, you know, high dollar marketing and flyers and 800 numbers and all this type of stuff. So what that meant, uh, especially for me, is that I had to find a way to do these things, still generate these leads and be able to create a system that I could follow simply, easily and almost in my sleep, no matter what it is that I was doing. And when I say no matter what it is that I was doing, it's in the course of, you know, whatever your daily activity was. If you could learn to generate leads as you go through your day, you will experience more success faster than you actually think. And that's one of the techniques that I just had to get used to and more or less the ways of thinking that I just had to get used to is that everywhere I went, uh, I had to figure out a way to generate leads. So here we go. Here's one of those ways when you're meeting a person in person. So sometimes you can go to these events and they're called uh, networking events, right? Where you're uh, a bunch of people who are seeking business or seeking to, uh, you know, serve other people with their products or services meet and they meet for the specific purpose of letting other people know what they're doing and looking for biz, uh, products or services that they can take advantage of. I like going when I'm looking for something in particular. I can always count on a networking event to be able to either A, find the particular service I'm looking for or find a person who knows the service I'm looking for. So it's a great place to go if you've never been. You can look them up online. They're all over the place. Uh, I know in the U.S. we have a website called meetup.com. That's M-E-E-T-U-P.com. Uh, there's also organizations like Business Networking International, B-N-I, as well as Latif, as well as I'm sure if you are on Facebook of any kind, I'm sure you've been invited to many of these uh, events before. So in those events, one of the things is uh, people like to ask you, so what do you do, you know? And depending on how you answer that question, that can turn either people uh, away or turn them toward uh, what it is that you have to offer. So here's a simple sentence that you can use or a simple, I guess I should say, template that you could use and modify as you see fit to be able to succinctly and effectively communicate. Because sometimes you may only have 15, 20 or 30 seconds to be able to communicate your idea and You've got to be as effective as you possibly can in that short period of time. So here it is. If someone asks you, hey, what do you do? Uh, so you're in this business. You're trying to become a real estate investor. So keep that in mind. But here's the template. It is the word I. And then it's followed by an action verb, target market, how to benefit so they can benefit. So. The words action verb, target market, benefit, and benefit are in parentheses. Those you're going to interchange and change around depending on the situation. And let me give you an example. So uh, one of the ones that actually works for my business. So if someone asks me, even today, 
uh, what it is that I do. I could say the following. It says, I show people with a traditional retirement plan how to build a steady, consistent stream of income so they can relax about if they will be if they will ever be able to retire and have enough money for a long retirement. Very simple. So you'll see that it follows the action verb being show. People with a traditional retirement plan becomes the target market. And the first benefit is to build a steady, consistent stream of income. Then you see the words, so they can. And then the next benefits happens to be Relax about if they will ever be able to retire and have enough money for a long retirement. So if I happen to be talking to someone who is concerned about can I retire or will I run out of money, they're going to hear those benefits and want to know more. Now, that's just to get the process started. And when you can begin to say these phrases quickly, simply, easily, uh, all the time, you'll be able to be in a position to, no matter where you are, make them up on the fly and use them uh, to help people, um, you know, know about your product or service or business really, really quickly. And what's cool about this is when you start stating business, uh, certain benefits, people can remember the benefit. And when they run into someone who says something like, oh, you know, I'm concerned about having enough money for retirement, that key phrase will and does trigger in their head going, oh, I just met a guy who was talking about that. Or I just met a gal who was talking about, you know, how she can make sure that, you know, you never run out of money. And they'll going to want to know who that person is. So it's a very simple script. So you can use it. Here's the fun part. Sometimes you get asked, what do you do? You know, while you're standing in line at the groceries, while you're at the gas station, while you're at the movies, when you met someone new for the first time, it doesn't matter. You can always use that particular script specifically face-to-face or even over the phone if someone did ask you the question, hey, what do you do? Well, now you know. Now, here's your homework. I want you to take that formula, the I, action, verb, target, market, how to uh, benefit so they can benefit. And I want you to come up with like 15 or 20 different variations of that very script for your real estate business. So if you're going to be a wholesaler, there you go. If you're going to do fixing and flipping, there you go. Uh, if you're going to be a landlord, there you go. And you're looking to buy more property, you you really want to do this. If you're looking to fill your property, uh, there you go. You, you have a networking script that can help you begin to generate the leads that you're looking for. All right, here's another one. Oftentimes when we're in a conversation, specifically uh, when we're talking only about business. So this is usually when you've peaked some one's interest. Now, uh, understand this. I come from a place where I want to get business happening quickly. Uh, it's one thing to, to have a sales cycle. It's another to know to how to shorten your sales cycle. So here's the typical scenario. You're in a conversation and at some point you say something like the previous script I gave you above and someone says, hey, can I get a business card from you? And what you or the, hey, do you have a card? And what you've done before now has been said, sure, here. And you then you ask them for their name, their number, etc. You take down their name or number or they hand you their card. And then that card finds its way to your back pocket or purse. And then it, for whatever reason, when you get home, that same card finds its way to the special spot on your desk 
which the other 2,000 cards that have found their way to that special spot on your desk sit. And five months goes by and you never called anybody and nothing ever happened. (laughs) I speak from experience on this one. And I know some of you uh, listening to my voice right now have done something very similar to that. So here's the point. When someone is asking you or when you have done the work necessary to generate the interest to the point where they say, can I have a card or do you have a card? What I like to do is instead of giving them a card, I'd rather give them a quote unquote appointment reminder. Here's what I mean. Now, on that card, it's still going to have the same information that my business card would have. However, I would do the following, and this is what I would suggest for you. So if someone asks me, hey, do you have a card? You know what? Uh, Yes. Now, I'm going to pause after the word yes. And then as I'm handing my card to them or getting it out of my wallet or whatever I have, I'm going to ask them the following question. Why do you ask? (laughs) I know it seems silly and I know you're thinking, well, they want my information. That's why they're asking. You, You don't know that. Don't assume anything. The more you assume, the less you really know. And you wanna be in a position to know exactly why someone's asking for your card. And usually, when you ask or when i've asked that question people respond with yeah i'd like to call you later so we could talk about some things that you said and then my response is really about what okay now hear that again it's just really about what and then they're going to tell you what it is that they want to talk about. They're going to tell you the subject of the appointment. Here's why this is important. It's because, first of all, by the time you take their card and number and and go back home, and even if you do call them back, you have to chase them down to get them on the phone to try to set the appointment, and which means you have to remind them of whatever it is that they wanted to talk to you about because they've forgotten in the time that they've taken your information and gone back home. So after they answer the question about what, I'm going to say something to the following effect. I'm going to say, you know what? I've got my, my, I've got my iPhone right here or whatever you use to keep your calendar. So I'm going to say, I've got my iPhone right here or I got my calendar right here. Uh, do you think it makes sense for us to go ahead and get something on the calendar now so we can talk about that sooner rather than later? And usually the answer is yes. So now here's what happens. I've turned what normally is just me handing them their card and then two weeks of chasing them down and then finally waiting another week for an appointment. I've collapsed the time frame, what normally took three weeks down to a couple of minutes. I've got the appointment and I'm in the game. And I have the added benefit of knowing why we're meeting and what problem or problems that they're experiencing that they heard me say I could solve. And then the appointment goes faster, smoother, and everybody's happier. It actually happens. When I started doing that, it became very, very magical. In fact, I I got to the point to where I even stopped carrying business cards. And when people would ask me, do you have a card? I was like, nope, but I'm curious, why do you ask? (laughs) I could, you could still say no, 
and go, why do you ask? And then they'll tell you. Uh, and then you can do, really, about what? And then you go, you know what? I've got my calendar right here. Do you think it makes any sense for us to get the, get that on the calendar now? We can go ahead and get something scheduled sooner than later, you know? Because remember, it's their problem. And usually when you offer to help someone with their problem, they're ready and willing to solve it. Now, here's what's also cool about this. Occasionally, they're asking for your card so that they can hand it to someone else. And now you know that, which is great. And then you can find out information about the referral that they're planning on giving to you. In fact, you could possibly find out enough information to be able to go ahead and set that appointment or get that name and phone number immediately and set that appointment while they're still there. So here's how that would look. You know, it's like, yes, you know, I do have a card. Uh, why do you ask? And oh, really? Uh, you want me to talk to your friend? Okay, um, that makes sense. But what specifically about? And then they're going to tell you. I gotcha. And then you're going to say, you know what? I've got my phone right here. Do you think it makes any sense if we gave your friend a call real fast to see what their availability is so that all three of us can sit down and we can talk about this? See, you're being proactive. You're showing that you have an intent to help. And most importantly, that you are confident that you can solve whatever problem there is. And when you do that, you tend to get the appointment. All I'm saying is that I think it will help you uh, generate the leads. I'm teaching you what to say so that you can generate the leads and keep and have good quality leads, most importantly, and get the business done, whatever that looks like. Here's then the next little piece of a script that I would love for you to assimilate into your vocabulary that generates tons and tons of leads for you. And again, you can use this one uh, with any particular situation because, and it works very, very well when someone or after someone has asked you, you know, what do you do? But in case they haven't, it doesn't really matter. At some point, you're in a conversation with people. It doesn't matter where you are. You could be in the middle of the mall, shopping mall, store. Uh, it, it really, really doesn't matter. But so long as you've explained something about what you've done, Here's kind of what you could say. I call this a referral script. It's, you know, Bob, um, I'm wondering, I mean, I'm not 100% certain, but if you had a friend or maybe a family member or just someone that you knew uh, that was looking uh, to be able to buy or uh, buy property at a discount or sell any of their property um, really quickly, uh, do you know anyone that would be interested in anything like that? Now, here's the thing. You're going to use their name and you're going to ask them do it, if they know anyone, any of their friends, any of their families, any of those random associates that would be interested in whatever you believe your biggest benefit is. So if your biggest benefit is that you can buy property quickly and close with cash, great. Uh, if your biggest benefit is that you sell, you, you've got a lot of seller finance property right now, and what you want to do is be able to sell property uh, or someone who was looking to buy property using none of their, uh, no credit check required, then that could be the biggest benefit. And then you're just going to ask them, do you know anyone who would be interested in anything like that? And what's interesting about that is that it gives you two positive possibilities and one negative possibility. So 
Obviously, the positive possibility is, yeah, they do know someone. Here's the second one. If they are that someone, they will tell you. <laughs> so you've got two uh, shots at something positive from that. And then obviously you still have the, no, I don't know anyone like that. However, the no is still a yes, and this is why. Because then you're going to say, regardless of what they say, it's going to be something to the effect of, Bob, when you are in the process of referring a business, a product, or a service, what is typically the best route to help you feel comfortable in referring that service? Do you have to try it yourself? Do you need to find out more about it? Or what is your process? Now, typically in that case, they're going to say one of the two things. Yeah, I like to try it myself or I need to find out more about it. Either one of those is positive because if they got to try it yourself, that means you just made a sale of whatever it is that you're selling. If they uh, say something like, I'd like to find out more about it, then it's going to become, well, Bob, do you think it makes any sense for us to sit down so I can invest some time with you and show you a little bit more about who we are, what we do, and how I might be able to benefit? Like how I can actually close properties really fast or how I can sell properties uh, without credit being required. All of those things begin to help you generate those leads. And now when they leave, because again, this is going to get at that point, you're probably going to get the, well, yeah, that makes sense. Do you have a card? <laughs> and you already know what to do there. So all of those things, Three, those are three. I've got four in this particular episode to share with you. The best one is coming up in a moment. Uh, what I want to do right now is go through our cash flow question. Uh, and here it is. If you remember last week's question, it was in residential real estate, what is the more formal name for the offer? What is the more formal name for the offer? That is called the residential purchase agreement or residential uh, purchase contract, also known as the REPSI. Uh, you'll probably hear it like that at some point, sometime, somewhere. Good. And then uh, this week's question. Remember, for those of you uh, who are playing, feel free to send in your answers to the question, to cashflowquestion at cashflowdiary.com. Uh, the first person to respond with the appropriate answer will get a signed and autographed copy of my upcoming book, The Cashflow Creation System, How to Create Wealth in Any Economy. Uh, inside the book, just as a quick tip, it'll go over my entire business model from beginning to end, including raising private capital, wholesaling, and multifamily buildings. And you could get an autographed copy. So if you send in your email with your answer, make sure you send in your address. Otherwise, it's gonna be really, really difficult for us to mail you a copy. All right, so this week's question is, in your written contract, what is the more formal name for what we typically call escape clauses? There is a formal name for something called escape clauses, and I am looking for the answer. It is a two-word phrase that I am looking for. Uh, so send that in to Cashflow Diary, or sorry, to cashflowquestions at cashflowdiary.com with the correct answer, and your book will be on the way. Awesome. All right, so let's get back to what I think uh, are some excellent ways to generate leads. And let me give you what I call my biggest and best. Here it is. There's a game out there uh, that Robert Kiyosaki has created called Cashflow 101. At the end of the day, what you want to be 
if you want to be someone who teaches this game. So where it starts, it doesn't matter. The point is, is get started. Come play with me if you have to. Go play with someone else. Uh, start teaching it, yes, even in your own house. It doesn't matter what your house looks like. Uh, invite people over and learn how to teach and play the game. Okay, so don't just play the game. Learn Eventually learn how to teach it. So you may have to play a good 10 or 15 times at, with someone else before you actually get how to teach the game. So now you don't want to just teach the game. You want to learn to become the best instructor of the game in your area, period. Uh, you want to be known uh, as the person who plays and teaches the game to other people. And therefore, you're the one who's educating the market. And you may have heard me say this before, but I say it again here. Uh, he or she who educates the market dominates the market. And you'll be seen as a, a go-to person with expertise because you will have expertise as it relates to investing, specifically in real estate and business. And now uh, that will help you uh, generate the leads, attract to you the people who are interested in real estate, be there interested in selling property, buying property, or even helping you by lending you cash. Uh, all of these things have come to me from playing the Cashflow 101 board game. Plus, it has the added benefit of being fun and developing deeper relationships with your clientele uh, than you normally would in the first place. So you're saying, okay, cool. How do I generate leads with it though? Well, obviously I said before, you can go to meetup.com, let people know that you are playing the game, post a link on Facebook, hey, tell them that you're playing the game. So you wanna you know, find a location, get the game together and invite people to come play with you. You say, well, that's too much work. All right, cool, here's what you do. Uh, I want you to still go get the game. <laughs> so you're still gonna need a board game and get one or two of your friends you know, in on this. Okay, so maybe two or three of you can get together, split the cost of the game, and here's what you do. I want you to go find a coffee shop in your area. And most coffee shops are built around the business model of come have a cup of coffee and stay a while. That's kind of what they want you to do. They want you to stay a while. They've got indoor seating. They've got all of these refreshments. They have different cups even if, if you eat, if you dine in versus take the coffee to go. So... They want you to stay. All right, cool. Then I'll stay and I'll happen to bring a game and a few friends. Now, here's what happens. While you and your friends are in Starbucks, you're going to play the game right there. Other people who like coffee are going to come in and they're going to see that you guys are playing the game. And what's interesting about that is that in that environment, you're a safe person to come up and talk to and then they will. Some of those individuals will be interested in real estate for their own purposes. Obviously, some of them could be realtors, some of them could be lenders, some of them uh, could be selling houses, buying houses, some of them could own the houses, they could be landlords. It's all kinds of resources come in in the coffee shops because they like coffee too. They're people. And what's interesting is, you know, more or less you can play the game and literally watch others come right up to you and jump in your quote unquote boat. <laughs> it's a pretty fun way to generate lots and lots of leads. So that's all the time that we have today. But uh, as a final comment, here's something I want you to think about. The person who you are at this moment will meet a new version of yourself on the journey towards obtaining your goals. Until next time. <laughs> 
Thank you for investing your time with Jay Massey and the Cash Flow Diary. When you have a moment, please visit iTunes and leave a positive comment about the show. And go now to our website, CashflowDiary.com, to take advantage of our free business building course, Cashflow Foundation. Gain the knowledge, understanding, and skill that will teach you how to never need a job again. Until next time. Until next time. Until next time.